just in time for summer, the folks at Epic Brewing have released a new canned cocktail, the Utah Margarita. A delicious blend of real lime and agave, the Utah Margarita is ready to drink by the river or in the park. And here's the kicker, no need to buy it at a liquor store. Pick up a six-pack of Epic Brewing's Utah Margarita at any local Harmon's or Trader Joe's, or visit Epic Brewing on State Street in downtown Salt Lake City. The Ogden Music Festival is taking place May 31st through June 2nd at Fort Buenaventura in Ogden, Utah. The lineup includes Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway, Sarah Jaros, Hayes Carl, Salise, Say She She, Las Cafeteras, Pixie and the Partygrass Boys, and so much more. Other activities include on-site camping, workshops, and a jam camp with headlining artists, yoga, and a kids' zone. Kids 16 and under are free. Go to OFOAM.org to book your tickets. Here's what Salt Lake's talking about. From big newsmakers to do-gooders and high achievers, today we bravely unveil our 2023 Naughty and Nice list. So who gets a rant and who gets a rave this year in Salt Lake City? It's Monday, December 18th. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Kendall Rodriguez, a.k.a. Queen of SLC on TikTok and Instagram. We're making a tradition of our annual naughty and nice list, and you and I are here to rant and rave. Let's waste no time. I'm ready. Thanks for having me. Let's start with naughty. And then we'll do nice. Okay. I want you to go first. Who is on your naughty list this year? Okay. I'm going to start off with just all the construction happening around Salt Lake. I get it. You know, it's never ending. We are growing at a rapid pace, so it's necessary. But it just felt Mm -hmm. like it was poorly planned. I mean, the restaurants and the businesses on 200 South, they were barely hanging on. Like I was reading the article that Lizzie's Kitchen, like their financial assistance from the city was like barely enough to cover a day of tour losses. And that was weeks, yeah. I mean, months really. And I'm mostly upset about one of my favorite, no, my favorite pizza place in all of Salt Lake, RIP Pizza Volta and Sugar House. They were on 21st mm. South and all the construction happening there forced them to close their doors because they just weren't getting enough foot traffic. It was just so sad. And obviously the nine line has proved to be a great thing now, but all those businesses that suffered during the summer months when they typically thrive because it's such a great walkable area and there are just so many places door to door to go to, um, you know, curiosity that one non-alcoholic bar, they had to shut their doors because of it. So I just, they're definitely on my naughty list. Construction as a whole, Salt Lake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Not construction workers. No, it's sort no, of like as not. a philosophical entity. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, the thing about being on the naughty list is that it means that you can improve, right? Like it's kind of a warning. So what's nice is what's going to come of it. Things like the nine line. But yeah, I, I think almost anyone listening to you right now on this show is shaking their head in agreement that it was the nightmare of the year. Just horrific. Yeah. Okay. I have on my list, this is a repeat offender. I don't, I will say no other repetition from last year on my list, but for the Utah Department of Transportation. Oh, let's get into that. 
I they are wildin. They have been wildin this year. First of all, what is the strategy? Like, help me understand. I want to come over. It's like <laughs> I feel like I want to just be like, you know what, Yuda, I'm coming over. I just I need to see this myself. The highway expansions are bonkers to me. They want to turn Bangor into basically a freeway. They're gonna. The plan, as it currently is proposed, would require felling a lot of homes. Um, the I-15 expansion, also felling homes, pushing into the Rose Park neighborhood, bloating our highways just is not a vision for the future. Then I saw today they have a almost $1 billion proposal they're looking at to build a light rail to the point, like the point of the mountain development that's kind of pushes into Utah <laughs> County. And I'm like... Wait, so Salt Lake City gets highway expansions, but like the new darling of the state, like all the development in the South County gets a billion dollar light rail? Like help me understand. Uh, you guys, you're being sued by Salt Lake City and Sandy right now because the gondola strategy could impact our water, drinking water quality. Like clean it up. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't get that. And especially as we are kind of, you know, racing towards a cleaner, I hope, future air quality. I mean, otherwise all of us are about to live in a dustpan. We already do. It just, it just seems so counterintuitive not to mention the displacement of real people. Yeah. Well, and I was really excited that the federal government was thinking about giving us money to study passenger rail from Salt Lake to Boise and Las Vegas. And now we've been passed up for that because of a lack of enthusiasm in the state. And I'm like, is that you, Udah? Is that your lack of it? Like, I just, I have big questions for them. They're on the naughty list this year. I would like to see them do better <laughs> next year. Same. What else? What's on your list? Next up is Ryan Smith. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. So two parts. One, I think that All-Star Weekend was a bit of a flop. I know you have feelings on this too, so I welcome your piggyback on this subject matter. But I I understand how desperately that he wants to make Utah and Salt Lake cool. But anytime you force something, it simply does not turn out well. And I think mm. the biggest thing for me too is, you know, putting all of these major A-list celebrities at the Grand America no offense to the Grand America. It clearly <laughs> has its spot in the city and people love it and they go there and it's swanky and it's great. But when you're trying to throw, you know, out of towners into a really lively environment, they want to be stumbling back from the bars into the hotel, not grabbing an Uber, having to walk all the way down there to the Grand America. Like you should be putting them in the center of it all. And I think that was right. a major miss. And just the overall planning just felt like a little bit off. Yeah. I cannot believe you brought this up because I have been waiting for a postmortem on All-Star Weekend because I also thought it was kind of a flop. And everyone that I know who had, and here's what I should say, is what's next on my list here, and these are the exact words, is whoever was responsible for planning All-Star <laughs> Weekend. <laughs> because, listen, everyone I know who was like, the vibes were incredible, I had an amazing time, what a ride, was invited to like very exclusive parties. Like they were having a very private All-Star Weekend experience, right? 
But when I went and did a lap of downtown on Saturday night during, I think it was during the the slam dunk contest, I just did not see the kind of activation that made regular, regular people and like families that might be like taking the front runner up from daybreak to like come into the city for all star weekend. Nothing really for them to do. Like you could go to Trolley Square and play the like hoop game. But I was so confused by some of the choices that we made for the weekend. Like, for example, I was walking down towards Vivint and it was during the three point contest. Okay, and they had projected the what was happening inside the Delta Center. On the side of the, I think that's the Radisson or the Ramada there Mm -hmm. on South Temple. Yeah. And no one could see it. Like (laughs) it was projected on the side of the building to an empty parking lot. And it was like, who is this for? Like, (laughs) why isn't this at the Gallivan Center where people can like gather and watch the game? Like I went to the Gallivans and I know we're capable of it. Like I went to the Gallivan Center for one of the Women's World Cup games mm-hmm. and it was super cool. They had it on a big projector there. And I just I do not understand what was happening. Like if you look at the game that they just had in Vegas, like all over the city, there were like hoops. There were basketballs set up for people to play and like beer gardens. Like I just naughty list. Totally. Naughty list. Yeah. I feel like we blew it. Absolutely. It was our big chance to be like, this is a cool, fun city. Come experience and enjoy this like kind of small downtown that's in many ways super accessible. And there was kind of nothing. I follow this one food truck. The name is Escaping Me. And they said they lost thousands on All-Star Weekend as well because they had a bunch of food trucks pay to be a part of this activation that never happened. And it had something to do with permits. So not only did they screw like local residents that I think you're right, should have had additional things to go to that weren't an arm and a leg to get into. But, you know, these local small businesses that could have really, really thrived off of all of these people coming in from out of town. And one last thing about Ryan Smith, I, the idea, okay, you know what? When there's smoke, there's fire. So the fact that there is news, rumors, call call it what you want it, circulating about him possibly bringing the jazz to Draper, jail. Yeah. Jail. Mm-hmm. Cole. Cole. <laughs> Absolutely not. You want to talk about culture? I'm sorry. You're simply not going to find it in Utah County. Yeah. Completely agree. Well, it's the like, I mean, whenever we talk about Ryan Smith and Gil Miller on the show, I feel like we always say billionaires giveth and billionaires taketh away. And it really is that it's like, wow, you really will disrupt the entire ecosystem of our downtown and our city so that your sports team is closer to your house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Naughty. Very naughty. Okay. Um, what else? Last last naughty on your list. Who's there? Okay. So lions, not sheep. Are you familiar with that, Mally? No. What is this? Sounds frightening. Okay. So I, it is, I actually had no idea who they were and what they stood for until someone, some troll on the internet made a comment. I get those often that I was one of their supporters. And so I looked into them and I was actually deeply offended. So honestly, hats off to the troll that commented that because I simply, I don't really get offended by comments, but that one, I was like, oh my God. Okay. So basically it's this ultra right 
ultra-conservative, you know, manly man patriot group. And the whole concept is basically around this, like, alpha male and not following the crowd and uh, being a patriot, which there's nothing wrong with being a patriot, but why they're on my naughty list is I dug deeper and they got busted by the FTC because they were selling merchandise that was saying made in America, but they got caught because they were actually importing from China, ripping off those tags Mm. and adding made in America tags and upselling them (laughs) as such. (laughs) (laughs) Which it's giving alpha con. Absolutely. And yeah, so yeah. that's they're the last ones on my naughty list because I know a lot of Utahns got scammed into purchasing such merch. <laughs> a quick Google search here and my eyes are wide, but they're actually in Draper. This is our our people. Oh. Um, OK, yeah. Incredibly naughty. I mean, like whether or not I politically am aligned with you, very naughty to pretend your stuff is made in the USA when it's not. Absolutely. Like that in and of itself is a crime. It's so wrong. OK, my last naughty list name is kind of nameless. It's the residents of 1300 South between Foothill Drive and 1700 East who put out no speed bump signs. <laughs> so the city wanted to install speed bumps on 13th South because people absolutely fly through that section of the road. Mm-hmm. And actually, it led to the death of a child fairly recently. Yeah, And there were residents on that street who were putting out yard signs in opposition to, like basically organizing in opposition to the speed bumps because one of the reasons they gave is that they would be quote unquote loud. And I'm like, that is so naughty. You guys, come on. You live in a residential neighborhood. Like speed bumps are not, like to pretend that like speed bumps are like someone's installing a light rail down your street or something. It's like, that's just par for the course in a neighborhood. I can't believe you don't have them in the first place. I would love a speed bump on my street. I have actually looked into purchasing like a stop sign from China, literally just to install, just to see if I could get people to slow down. So the fact that people are so against this is shocking to me. Like it's not going to disrupt your quality of life. I will get, I will tell you that right now. (laughs) No, it's such a strange thing to be up in arms about. And it's also just like, I don't know, it doesn't feel like teamwork and teamwork gets you on the nice list. The Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th. And this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court. And this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. You can expect everything from live music and dance to hands-on workshops, a little shopping, Sundance film screenings, and Bohemian Brewery. There is something for the whole family, and it's free entry. Come celebrate all of the rich cultures that make up our community. Find more information on the festival and view the full program guide at livingtraditionsfestival.com or on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. 
We talk a lot on this show about our city's crown jewels. What are the institutions that open doors in our community and regulate its pulse? I choose Salt Lake Community College, and it is a home for incredibly focused Salt Lakers. Nearly 80% of their students work while going to school, many full-time jobs. If I could do college all over again, I would not be 33 and sitting on these damn student loans. And slick students aren't. 80% graduate with little to no student loan debt or save thousands knocking out credits before transferring to a four-year institution. Every day, Salt Lake Community College is transforming lives and communities through education. If you want to learn something new, refine a trade, or pursue a higher degree for the first time, explore your options at slcc.edu. Study alongside hard workers, save precious money, and be one in a class of 19, not 100. Let's stop ranting and start raving. (laughs) Who is on your nice list this year? Okay, I'm going to start with Monica Garcia. Are you familiar Uh, with her? I know you watch The Housewives. I have been watching less and less, but I have been following a little bit of the Monica Garcia thing. What is it about her that is so special? Okay, well, first, I think it needs to be noted that she is Portuguese and uh, Colombian. And so I feel like, Mm -hmm. one, just bring the diversity piece to an otherwise predominantly white full-time cast member since Mary Crosby. I think she's just a friend this season. I think was overdue. And, you know, she's financially the least well-off, which at first I had mixed feelings about because I just love to watch the ultra-wealthy and out of touch. But, you know, my need for that was quickly overruled by the drama that she brings to the table and just holding everyone on cast to the fire with stuff that they've gotten away with in past seasons. She's witty. She's smart. I think she deserves to get renewed. And she has people talking about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake again, which is so exciting. I follow several blogs. The fact that people are, you know, talking about episodes again, it was so quiet for so long, especially after all the Jen Shaw. So I love her. I think she's great. Yeah. I mean, I will say like, I kind of feel like the whole thing with Housewives is that they're not actually as rich as they put on. Mm -hmm. Like, it seems like it tends to be a through line because my understanding is like truly wealthy people don't want to do something as oh yeah no you're absolutely right as be a real they housewife. don't want their business like, out there <laughs> so so often they're like not as like you know what I mean it's like it's the thing of like if you watch Succession it's like the billionaires are in baseball caps yep. and like <laughs> people who are like middle class but got a bonus are in a Gucci belt like it's the, mm. it's that like <laughs> paradigm. But I do think that she is fun and there have been some good fights. She's brought a different dimension to the show. I mean, listen, they are our global ambassadors for Utah. So if they're making us look good and interesting, then I'm pleased. Nice. Yeah. They're nice. Yeah. Okay. First up on my nice list is Shauna Devonport, the bread lady. Do you know about her? I don't think I do. Okay. So this woman lives... And I can share her address. It's like part of her shtick. Okay. <laughs> not just like doxing. <laughs> You've been so nice that for Christmas you get doxed. Um, she lives at 348 West 600 North. And she is basically famous in Salt Lake because what she does is she puts bread on her porch. 
on 6 North and anyone can go and get it. So she's running this kind of like OG food pantry. Very, very like super accessible. She's been doing it for 30 years. Wow. Yeah. And so like it's so interesting because when you read about her, like she started basically she discovered that these grocery stores were throwing away bread at the end of the day, that there's this like, you know, quote unquote bread surplus. And so she would just go get the bread every day and put it on her porch and be like, hungry, come get some bread. No questions asked. That's incredible. She was doing it before. Like she's the OG mutual aid, neighborhood mutual aid, and she's still doing it. She's a retired baggage handler. And like, yeah, 30 years later, she's still just like putting bread on her porch and being like, hungry, come get some bread. That to me is so cool. Major nice list energy. I love that. Absolutely. Who else? Wasatch Community Gardens. So mm. they, I think, are amazing. I think they have the best spring plant sale. I think out of all of Salt Lake, they do it at Roland Hall every summer and they sell out. And this year I got like the spiciest pepper in all the land and it was just my pride and joy. They host tons of in-person workshops on how to grow your own food and like water-wise landscaping. They have online webinars and uh, youth camps. They have like a volunteer team. Obviously it's like a mostly volunteer base, but they uh, grow and harvest over like $60,000 of produce annually. And it's distributed um, to over like 2,100 participants and um, that so don't cool. have like access to like healthy and organic food. So they're just doing amazing things for the community. And I think they always have like pop-ups too. They have that free tomato sandwich uh, event oh, in the summer. That's, that's such them. a fun event. Yeah, it's the best. And they're just always doing really cool things. I'm like, oh, like this, which this like makes me happy to be a Salt Laker. Yeah. They also have just been like working hard to keep on keeping on. Yeah. Absolutely agree that they deserve to be on the nice list. Totally. Up next on my list is a man who I just feel like lately I see everywhere. And that is third district court judge Andrew Stone. <laughs> this man, here are some of his greatest hits. Ruling against partisan elections for the state school board. Boom. Denying a request to pull Celeste Malloy from the ballot when some radical members of the Republican Party like basically wanted to undermine her candidacy. Mm -hmm. And in May, this is probably how you know him or most people know him. He's the guy that approved the injunction on the state's total abortion ban. And he is the reason that there is currently not a total abortion ban in effect in Utah. And you can still get an abortion up to 18 weeks. And I just feel like every time it seems like part of the reason that we hear his name a lot is because the third district court is like Tooele, Salt Lake, and I think Summit Counties. So like, you know, he's handling a lot of cases. But I also feel like every time we get these like kind of crazy messaging bills or like laws coming off the legislative session that feel just rampant, yeah. his approach seems to be... Let's all just take a breath. Mm -hmm. He's very scholarly. It seems like he takes his job very seriously. And I just kind of appreciate having him around. Like he's kind of fielding like the political extravagancies in our state. Yes. And he's on the nice list this year. I like people who take their job seriously. Me too. Me too. So there he is. Okay. What's your last one? My last one is Alyssa Peely. 
Alyssa Peely mm. is currently the reigning Pac-12 Women's Basketball Player of the Year. She helped put Utah basketball back on the map, helping them win their first ever Pac-12 championship this past mm-hmm. spring. She has such an incredible story. So she's one of eight kids. She's from Alaska. She is the most winningest athlete, male or female, to come out of the state of Alaska. Like name a sport and she won a state championship in it. Like girls basketball, track and field, volleyball, boys wrestling, and football. Like this girl what? is literally insane. Like she's amazing. She's native Alaskan, has Samoan roots, and she's the sweetest person ever. So Utah wins basketball following games. They put 10 minutes up on the clock and they allow a, every fan in the building to come onto the court and sign autographs and take photos with their favorite player, which I love because I think it's just, it really brings in such a sense of community to their games. Yeah, and so you know, accessible. her, the line to see her, talk to her, take a photo with her is always you know, around the entire arena and she will stay past like the 10 minute mark just to make sure that she touches every kid that comes through and takes a photo with every person and fan just because she's that sweet and genuine. And she's just an amazing athlete. She dropped 37 points on number one, South Carolina. She was like the AP player of the week, ESPN national player of the week. She'll be a top 10 WNBA draft pick. So support women sports. She's, she's another part of my nice list this year. Yeah, she deserves to be there. I do think like her star is rising. Absolutely. The name on everybody's lips is going to be Alyssa Peely. Yeah. Like, yep. She's got star power for sure. Absolutely. She's fun to watch. Yeah. Just like a once in a lifetime athlete, I think. And so if you haven't been to a Utah women's basketball game this year, you got to go. You got to go. Mm-hmm. I have season tickets, so hit me up and I'll take you. Yes. <laughs> Not you, Ken. <laughs> I know. I'm like, subtle plug for my program. <laughs> That's right. Okay. The last thing on my nice list is the local historians of Instagram. These people are bringing me such daily joy. I'm talking about Rachel's SLC history. I'm talking about Leo at Old Salt Lake. I know there are others that I'm not mentioning, but... What a fun way to use Instagram, like the platform, to showcase the history of our city. I also think like in the way that I feel like every time I've ever been to a museum, I kind of black out when I'm in there. Like I'll look around and appreciate everything I see, but then I leave and I'm like, it didn't really stick, you know, but there's something about the slow dose of like once a day seeing a post about a building or a neighborhood in Salt Lake it sticks. Like it's like, it's almost like word of the day. (laughs) I just think they're awesome. And I read an interview with Leo in the Salt Lake Tribune who runs Old Salt Lake. And he was talking about how like he thinks about this account as an opportunity for us as residents of a city that is kind of on a precipice of change to study history and use it to think about who we are becoming. And like on the note of like the anti speed bump people being on my naughty list, like he specifically pointed to how there was like so much opposition to building a streetcar down Highland back in the day. And it's like, how cool would it have been? Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think like these living archives are so fun. And like um, these are, I mean, these are hobbyists, like they're just doing a public service and they're on my nice list for it. Yes. I follow both those accounts. I love them too. And it's just like fun to look back and see what once was. I know a lot of people don't love all the change that's happening, but it's still fun to follow those accounts and just kind of check that out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
Before you go, what are people on your nice list getting? What's the gift oh. of the year in Salt Lake City? <laughs> you know what? Everyone that's on my nice list this year is getting an air purifier or a towel warmer. They are both really luxurious gifts that are something that you wouldn't think of, but they really make a big difference. I swear by the mm-hmm. towel warmer. <laughs> yeah. Small pleasures. Well, the air purifier should just be like... A standard, probably. And you get clean air. And you get clean air. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you move and they like send you that thing in the mail that's like, congrats, you moved. Here's like a million coupons to furniture stores and like... yes. You should get an air purifier in Salt Lake City oh when you change your address with the U.S. Postal Service. They should just send it. Now we're talking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Kendall Rodriguez, queen of SLC on TikTok and Instagram. Thanks for coming back to play this game with me. It's a fun way to end the year. Thanks for having me. That is all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Be good. Be good.